Welcome to Journey Jargon, where we not only walk the talk, we talk the walk each and every week and elaborate how blessed it is to walk with Christ as he lives his life in us, through us, for us, and as us. May the Lord bless you indeed. Thanks for joining us today on this leg of our journey. Well, good day to you, and uh, welcome to Journey Jargon, where we uh, not only uh, walk the talk, we talk about our walk with Jesus. And uh, I'm Kenny Ashley, and I'm here today with Steve House, Katie Butler, and uh, we're here today to talk about the desensitizing of our nation. Uh, I watched a documentary. Uh, called Out of the Shadows, where it talked about how uh, people, a small handful of people are trying to influence the masses through media and through entertainment and through movies and those kind of things. Uh, and when you think about it, uh, I, I don't know why people hadn't thought about this before. Uh, when I was growing up, uh, when you went to see monster movies, the monsters always got killed. They died. You could go home and sleep because, well, okay, they killed the monster. The good guys won. The good guys won. That's exactly right. Uh, now, we live in a day where the, the monster movies and the horror movies, where you have Freddy Krueger and Jason and you know, Halloween and all that kind of stuff, they don't die. I mean, they try to kill them, and it looks like they died, but then they open their eyes, and the next sequel, they're back again. Uh, they never die. You say, well, okay, what's the big deal about that? Can you, can you not see how the devil is using that to desensitize people and make the resurrection of Jesus basically no big deal? Because when you tell somebody, you know, Jesus died and he rose from the dead. Mm -hmm. Wow, how about that? Well, what's the big deal? Freddie rises from the dead. Jason rises. Do you see how it, it, it minimizes the impact of what Jesus did for us on the cross? And it's so subtle, we really don't pay any attention. You got all the walking dead. Yeah, the, the, yeah, the zombies, the yeah. walking dead and all that stuff that you, it's just, it's just crazy, and movies desensitize us. You know, uh, you look at television today. You can't watch television without uh, people getting killed. Mm -hmm. I mean, sometimes you watch action movies. Everybody's getting. And we just sit there and watch it, eat our popcorn. We don't think anything about it. But uh, a sociology professor in school back a while back showed some videos. Uh, showed videos of killings on movies and stuff where everybody was getting killed and the kids were just watching it. Then he inserted a clip where a dog was sitting down and a man came up and shot him in the head and everybody gasped. A dog. You know, now, I don't minimize dogs. I think, you know, the, the more I'm around people, the more I love my dog. So, I'm, <laughs> you know, I'm... We're uh, all dog lovers. Yeah, yeah dog, we're dog lovers, so I can see where, you know, that which. But the fact that people didn't have a problem with people getting killed, mm -hmm. but when a dog gets killed, why? Because we haven't been desensitized to that. 
that's a shock mm -hmm. to our system. And and you see, this is what cultures, the the you know the valuelessness of life. They're, they're just so and so. Uh, we have a Vietnam veteran here who says that when he was in Vietnam, they taught them to look at the enemy as just goops. They're really not people. They're just the enemy. They're goops, and you just kill them. They were trying to desensitize them so that it wouldn't get involved in. I'm killing a human being. It's just the enemy. It's a goop. You just kill him, just like in a video game or something. But we're being desensitized in our culture by what we watch on movies mm -hmm. and uh, what we hear on the media. Uh, we're getting to a place where you can't hear the truth. There's nowhere you can go to. You're skeptical about everything mm -hmm. you hear on the news. Mm -hmm. Can it be true if it comes out of the news? And uh, Because we have narratives now, not news. Uh, Y'all got any thoughts about that? I was enjoying just listening to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's, let's, let's go on a little bit farther. Uh, you know, we, we talked about what the title is, and I meant brainwashing. Katie thought that was a little over the top, talking about brainwashing. But we've been brainwashed since the garden. You think about it. When, when you know, you've got the devil comes, and what did he tell you? You know, God's keeping the good stuff for himself. He's not good. If he cared anything about it, he'd let you eat this tree. This is probably the best tree in the whole garden. And he won't let you eat it. And then besides that, if you eat it, you know as much as he would. Don't you think if he really cared about you, he would want you to know as much as he would? That's brainwashing. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what he And what's so sad about that is we believe that. We believe that. Mm -hmm. We believe the lie. I think the lie is not that you can be like God. I don't think that was the lie. I think the lie is God's not good. Mm -hmm. He didn't care anything about you. Now, you know, it's coming to work this morning, and I think this is what I'm going to teach on Sunday morning. Uh, why doesn't everybody trust Jesus? That was my question. Why? They've been brainwashed. Mm -hmm. they don't, they've been deceived. Think, think about this. God made us Put us in a garden, made everything for us, everything we could possibly enjoy. Then he made man. And he said, look at what I've created for you. We're just going to enjoy this every day, all day together. Me and you, we're going to want to, I'm going to give you everything you need. And, and we'll just enjoy this together. Okay? Then Satan comes along and says, you, you don't need to trust God. You can do it yourself. You don't need him. And they believe that. And then all of a sudden, all creation failed. The weeds came out. You get sickness, disease, cancer, pandemics, COVID, even though it came out of China. You know, it, it's just, we live in a fallen world. I don't care where mm -hmm. stuff comes from. We live in a fallen world. If I was God, I would have said, okay, okay, I made it. I'll just ball it up, throw it in the trash can, do it again. I'll get me a couple of people to listen to me. Mm -hmm. But he didn't do that. He said, okay. Uh, they lost it. They're in bondage. They're going to die. The wages of sin is death. They're going to die. So I, I'm, I'm going to fix this. So we sent Jesus to die in our place. And, and then not only did he die on the cross for us, dead people don't have any life. Jesus said, okay, I'm going to give you life. Matter of fact, I'm going to give you my life. And everything I am, you're going to be. 
love, joy, peace, patience, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, self-control, all the things you're looking for in the wrong places, I'm going to give to you. It's a gift. You don't have to work for it. I'm just going to give it to you. And we won't accept that. Why? Because we believe the lie. Mm-hmm. We've been brainwashed. We've been deceived. And it's just amazing to me. You know, you look at the religion has taught us that, you know, well, God wants you to be perfect. He wants you to keep the law. He's really disappointed in you if you don't keep the law. You know, and, and you know, you better not sin. God's got to send you to hell if you sin. And all these things, and God doesn't send anybody to hell. He lets us go on our own. You know, God's not going to say, okay, you take me off. I'm sending you. God keeps telling you, come on back over here and trust me. Come on back over here. And when you say, no, I'm not, he'll let you go. He will let you have your way if you want. Mm-hmm. You know, C.S. Lewis talks about, you know, that, you know, we, we could say, Lord, thy will be done. But we do not want the Lord to say, no, your will be done. Mm-hmm. We don't want it that way. But that's what we persist in. Mm-hmm. You know, the Bible says, God's holding the good stuff for himself. Bull, feathers. Romans says, He that spared not his own son, but delivered us up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? How come we don't believe that? You're talking about he's keeping the good stuff for himself? Jesus is not the good stuff. He is the best stuff. Jesus didn't even withhold his son, the very best he has. And then we persist in believing that God's keeping the good stuff for himself. We just don't believe the word. We believe the lie. Mm-hmm. And and you say, and what happens is, what do we do? In our culture, we, we took the Bible out of schools. You can't take a Bible to school. You can't pray in school. You can't do this, you know. And you mention God, people go berserk. Oh my goodness, it's going to offend somebody. I'm an atheist. That offends me when you talk about God. And we let the tail wag the dog. Mm -hmm. And we're not believing and standing on God. God said, you don't have to fight for this. You don't have to to go out and do something. You just got to stand on what I say. And don't let the devil point his bony finger in your chest and back you off. Well, I'm hoping that that, um, we've swung so far one direction here in this country that that um, we're going to start swinging back the other direction. I mean, I think I think what we're seeing now in our country is going to be a wake up call to a lot of people, saying, "Man, we've this is just nuts." Take, take the police out, defund the police. How does that make any yeah. sense? Yeah. Um, I mean, there's just so many things that are that are going south right now. I I think the American public is going to wake up and say, "Wait a minute." We've been duped. Yep. I think so, and I hope so. That's what I'm praying for. Uh, You know, the Bible says in Romans 13 that all authority is from God. And authority has always been the controversy of the universe. Who's going to be in control? That's what it's always been. Mm -hmm. Even in heaven. I mean, in heaven, in a perfect place, I always wondered why in the world, how in the world, could Satan sin enter into heaven when there was no sin, no temptation? How could that happen? And then I realized, well, because God is love. What is love? Love is all about freedom. Mm-hmm. It's freedom to choose on your own. 
God's not going to say, you're going to love me whether you like it or not. God would never do it. God will never make you do anything. I would to God that He would. Mm-hmm. I wish He would make me do what He wants me to do mm-hmm. rather than giving me a choice because I make some poor choices. I have made poor choices over the years. and uh, but, uh, but He doesn't. In heaven, there's going to be freedom of choice. There was freedom of choice. Satan said, you know, I want to be God. I want to sit on the throne most times. I said, no, that's me. You know, you're not going to do that. Yep, I'm going to do that. Okay, not here, you're not. And God mm-hmm. kicked him out of heaven. How could that happen? Because God is love. You have freedom of choice. Mm-hmm. Satan said, I, I want to be God. It doesn't work that way. The same thing's true of us. If the devil's like that, and the devil is the ruler of this world, which he is, mm-hmm. when he failed, he became the ruler of this world under God's sovereign authority. Uh, of course he's going to try to get us to act independently rather than independence upon God. Yeah. But what people don't understand, obedience to God is where the freedom is. Mm-hmm. Disobedience to God puts you into bondage, under sin. You become the devil's footboy, you know, just this little servant. Uh, and we don't realize that. Oh, I'm going to do what I want to do when I want to do it. That's mm-hmm. freedom. Bull feathers, that's bondage. Mm-hmm. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. And we're only free when we trust Jesus to be our own. Well, and as we, as we look at what we're talking about, desensitizing, you know, our, our minds today to, to the violence, I mean, it's in games. I mean, I mean, our kids are playing games that it glorifies that. Uh, the TV shows glorify that. Um, you know, but at some point, we have to wake up. Yeah, we do. And, and when you look at television, do you ever see married people having sex? You don't see married people. You know, we're watching a thing on, you know, it's it's a it's Netflix thing, and it looks kind of innocent. It's like the heart of Dixie. It's, it's a little doctor who goes comes from New York as a cardiovascular surgeon, comes down to Alabama to learn how to treat people in a little town called Bluebell. In that little town, everybody has slept with everybody, <laughs> and it just goes around all the time. There is no such thing as, you know, you, you remember when Desi and Lucy slept in twin beds? Mm-hmm. I mean, they wouldn't sleep in the same bed on television. Now, it's just everybody's with Everybody, it's like, what is that saying? Oh, marriage is not important. Faithfulness and commitment, that's not important. Just do what you want to do. What people don't understand, what kids don't understand, is that God made sex to be between a man and a woman to give them a bonding. It, it bonds you together. So that when you have children, there's, there's that glue stuff. That keeps the family together because children need their parents. Mm-hmm. The problem in Chicago, we were talking about before we got on air here, you know, well, the problem is all these guns coming from outside our state. You know, that's no, the problem in Chicago and every other place like that is fatherlessness. You know, we saw a thing the other day where, where these guys were standing up and he says, How many children do you have? I have 28. 28? With how many women? 16. Another guy said, I've got six children. How many women? Four. That's the problem. There's no fatherly guy's protection because we've just thrown God out. Destructive. We're destroying the family. We're destroying the family. The television shows you that. It's, it's okay. You know, you want to sleep some? Go ahead. But what people don't understand 
is that every time you have sex with a person that's not your marriage, you you leave part of yourself with that person and part of that self come. You become less than you were. Mm-hmm. It's like taking two pieces of plywood and gluing them together. You cannot get those two pieces of plywood back like they were. Because when you get them apart, part of this one's going to peel off on one side, the other part's going to peel You're not the whole board that you were before you were glued together. Yeah. That's the way it works, but that's not portrayed on It's the lot. You can do this. It's okay. I, tell, I used to tell those kids, if you're doing that, I said, would you want, I tell those guys, do you want your wife, your future wife is going to be committed to you for life, do you want her going around sleeping with all the child? Well, no. What are you talking about? Well, then why are you going around trying to have sex with these girls? You're doing the same thing to somebody else's girl. Yeah. Well, I haven't thought about it. No, we don't think about it because that's not what the, the world wants us to know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we're just slowly just eroding and desensitization. This is exactly what it is. We don't even know it. We just look up and say, Oh, what, what, what? It's like like the frog in the in the uh, pot of hot water. Hot water. Yeah. yeah. Never knows when it's too hot to jump out, and so it just gets bold alive, and that's where we are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we gotta wake up. We gotta get back to the principles of God's word, and that's not being a a fanatic. I, I guess I am a fanatic. A fanatic is somebody who loves Jesus more than you do. Which is basically what a fanatic is. So I guess I'm a fanatic. But anyway. But uh, any comments about that before we, before we leave today? I think so. Yeah. That was really great. Yeah, I think we'll get some talk about this one. I'm sure we will. I'm sure we will. And we welcome any talk or yeah. response. It. But uh, you can hear this on our, our website, uh, and uh, if you go to our website, if you go to kennyashley.com, uh, you can read Graceline sermons, and when you go to sermons, you'll see our whole website, and we got everything on there, podcasts and all that stuff, and we invite you to join us there. And uh, thank you so much for listening to us today. And uh, Steve and Katie and I, Lord willing, will be back next week. You just have a blessed week, and we will see you next time. <laughs>